This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being. Being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Writing, reading, and meditation saved my life. All of us at some point face a crossroads. Which direction we choose can have an impact for a long time. Personally, I believe there are no wrong turns, only detours. That is especially true if we wake up to life. What I mean by waking up is being fully engaged in life with your mind, body, and spirit. Valeria Tellez interviews Jackie Trotman, the author of The Art of Letting Go to Live with Joy and Flow. Jackie Trotman is an international and award-winning author of two books, God Notes, Daily Doses of Divine Encouragement, and The Freedom to Eat, Ten Secrets for Lasting Weight Loss and Inner Peace. Her meditation CDs, Be Still, Let It Go, and Trust, help people all over the world overcome PTSD, panic attacks, anxiety, and ceaseless mind chatter to find greater peace. She blogs at joyandflow.com, where she encourages readers to share their mindset from stressing and striving to allowing life to unfold as they follow their heart's desires and God's nudges. Meet Jackie at JackieTrotman.com. Here is the interview with Jackie Trotman. In your own words, who is Jackie Trotman? Jackie Trotman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, it's ever evolving, ever growing to um, become that person that God has created me to be. It's just an ongoing process. My first official question is about the events in 2020. What insights have you gained from those events? The most profound thing is how we're all connected and how everybody's life is significant that it's so easy to take our everyday lives for granted and especially when the pandemic first happened and we didn't know what was happening and we were kind of restricted to just go to the grocery stores and and I thought oh my goodness how it was almost a domino effect of how everybody is connected. And I had not been mindful or aware of that, of the people that grow our food and then the people that harvest it and then the truck drivers or the 
people on trains that deliver it and then the people in the grocery stores that put it away. I mean, it was all these connections that I had just taken for granted and how someone that maybe if they were working in a grocery store and they just thought it was an insignificant position, how vitally important that became. And that, that was a big takeaway and just how we were all, we were all in it together and experiencing this all at the same time. And so much so in America, we tend to live in a situ in a society that promotes individualism and uh, just bringing that front and center. Do you notice that also the rest, that need for reflection or the opportunity we had to reflect, to pause, to rest more? Did you also notice that change? Oh, absolutely. I mean, all of life's distractions got ripped out from everyone's underneath their feet, you know, and I have just been on this journey anyway for the last 10 years or so between my writing and meditations I've created. I've, I've just been more reflective anyway. Uh, and this was a big wake up call, I, I think, for everyone that was running on the treadmill of life the rat wheel that I used to call it of yeah. being unconscious and, and just filling up your day with uh, either activities and work and all of that and just falling into bed exhausted and getting up and doing it all over again. It just really made you stop and think what is most important. My next question, it's connected to the book we discussed last year, The Freedom to Eat, a wonderful book and message too, with so many powerful messages. So the question is, what are some of the greatest misconceptions about weight loss? I have to think about that. Misconceptions <laughs> yeah. about weight loss. Well, I know, I know for me and for so many people, it's more of an outward thing. It's, it's trying to get to a certain dress size, or I don't know, do we say dress size? To a size um, or to an image or conforming yeah. to what we're supposed to look like or that certain size. And it's not about being healthy and and that uh, food is fuel for your body. And I mean, I love, I love to eat. I love food. I think food is, we kind of talked last time, it's, it's very pleasurable and, and it's wonderful. But when you're not eating properly and you're eating things that aren't bad for you, uh, it's more, taking care of yourself and wanting what's best for you. Which we can connect to self-love, right, Jackie? Yeah, and your uh, unconditional self-love that yes. you had asked me about last time, which I had not heard it put that way. Yeah, self-acceptance, right? Which is a topic that you will be talking, exploring in the moment, acceptance. So one more question for you, the warm-up questions. What is about healing? that we need to know and understand more? 
it's getting kind of back to that distraction again uh, when, when we were talking about what happened with the pandemic and all of these things being taken away. Uh, a lot of times, or I would say the majority of times, we want to avoid pain. And if we are going through any kind of, if we've had any kind of trauma, which we all have some form of trauma, we we end up not going through it or wanting to feel it because it's too painful. And then we look for alternatives to mask that pain. So we want to be distracted. So it's easy to, to eat or it's easy to grab a cocktail or it's easy to binge watch on Netflix or there's all these different things or even read a novel. It's just um, when we, that was another thing with this last year is it forced people not only to be reflective, but to, to be in a place of solitude and people aren't, uh, they're afraid of silence. We live in a noisy world. And so even when you're having a conversation, people don't like the gaps in a conversation. They feel like they have to fill it or they have to think of what the next thing is to say. So, until you really heal, you can't you can't really live with joy and flow and freedom because you're holding on to that, whatever that is. And eventually uh, it starts to nag at you or it it affects you, affects you physically, um, that that you might get to the point where you, start to get sick or, or things happen that you then eventually have to face it. So you have to bring things to light so that you can heal and then fully live. And what I wonder a lot of times is uh, if we can really live in a state, in these states all the time, or this is more like a movement, dance, always moving in and out of balance. Would you say so? That word balance is really kind of tricky because yeah. when you think of balance, it's, uh, you know, if you're holding, if you're standing on one foot and you're, <laughs> and you're trying to hold different things, it's like you're, it's, you're exerting all this effort, right, yeah. to yeah. try to maintain that balance. And I kind of think balance is a myth because one thing is going to suffer and, and maybe suffer is not the right word, but you're going to have to let go of one thing in order to just do another. And it all kind of balances out, I guess. But it doesn't, it's not 50-50 all the time, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So you're writing a new book that will be titled The Art of Letting Go to Live with Joy and Flow. And you also have created this wonderful, beautifully designed and beautifully put together healing tool, I call it. It's called Letting Go Meditation, Prayer and Three Steps to Letting Go, 10 Meditative Affirmations to Let Go and Let God. Um, we'll be exploring the five, um, which you, I have, you sent it to me, the Letting Go Meditation, the Letting Go Prayer, and the Three Steps to Letting Go. So my first question to you is, what was the inspiration and purpose of writing this new book and creating this new meditative work? The older I get, I just realized to quote uh, Yoda, the Jedi master from yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you must unlearn what you have learned. 
uh, I just find more and more I must unlearn what I have learned and let let go of of many of that uh, many so many things and um, just the the let it go um, it just happened and how I woke up was was when I was in my choir director's office. Um, oh my gosh, it was like 2001 when I was taking a lesson with him, a voice lesson, and he just abruptly stopped and swirled around on the piano bench and planted his feet and looked at me exasperated and said, why won't you let go? And that was the, I mean, that, that's what started it because it really jarred me out of my unconscious life and the life I had been living. And, um, that's what led to, uh, these meditations and the healing and discovering that it really came down to that uh, being reflective, like you you had mentioned, and and looking at my life and what I wanted my life to be, and how many uh, things, even the weight that I had held on to was I was stuffing down my emotions. I didn't realize I was using food to do that and to numb myself out. And I just wasn't able to feel. And so that that just led to this um, healing in order to me to start to live with joy and flow in my life. And then it's It's just looking at those things that I've learned or what we're exposed to with society. I mean, everything, the images that we're bombarded with, uh, especially on social media and the, the measurement of everything, how many likes you have or how many followers you have or how many comments you get. It's, it's just, uh, it it's letting all that go, letting letting go of those things that really don't matter and bring you joy. What is the difference between letting go and giving up, Jackie? We don't like to use the word surrender or um, or giving up. And what I like to say is that it's it's giving up the struggle. And and twelve uh, step programs have been so effective with that. It's it's that turning things over to a higher power and just kind of relinquishing that struggle. It's almost like if you're in the in the water and you're starting to drown. It's not you don't you don't. Uh, swim faster. You don't try to exert yourself more. It's like if you relax and you, you'd kind of be able to float, you know? So I, I kind of say it, say it like that. It's not, it, it's letting go of the struggle and, and the control that we want to hold on to. Is guided meditation somehow different? In what way is it different from uh, other kinds of meditations when it comes to letting go? It's particularly easier, especially for someone who's never tried meditation before, because the mind is is created to think. And it's easier when someone is guiding you through the 
the process because then you get an opportunity to focus on the present moment and focus on what's being said in a peaceful way. And in order, and, and then by doing that, then you let go of the, uh, the thoughts of self-doubt or anxiety or the fearful thoughts or, or what I'm going to make for dinner or right. you know, I was supposed to be sending that email. You know, it's like all these thoughts that happen. And I, I was actually leading a little meditation to a group of women that had never done it before. And, uh, and they were like, wow, I wasn't thinking about anything else. Like I was able to be, present and then one woman had said oh my gosh i fell asleep and what did i miss and it was on a zoom call <laughs> and she was on the phone so um that's that's why I, let, let, I got into meditation through a guided meditation and it was just it was so helpful to keep me centered and present and peaceful and then have you tried different kinds or you always use guided meditations um, uh, well, I mean, to me, journaling is meditative, but I'm, it, it's really writing up thoughts, but it, but it helps calm me down. Uh, and it really helps to get, uh, on that healing aspect. Again, if I'm feeling anxious, uh, if I journal about it, I instantly feel better that I've, that I've written it and gotten it out. Um, but, um, I don't know, not so much. I, I don't really sit in silence per se. I, I'm almost at a point where I have quieted my mind enough that I try. There's this uh, odd verse that Paul says about pray without ceasing. And it's, it's this, uh, mindfulness of, God's presence or that peace within us almost constantly. I mean, not always, but just being mindful of that. So I'm able to pause before I speak to someone or if someone asks me a question or something happens, I, I no longer react to things. I process it and kind of observe and step back and kind of question what is really going on here. Um, so I try to live my life that way, really. So another aspect of your work, you integrated meditation, prayer, and affirmations. You actually have the prayer of letting go. So talk to me about affirmations. I never used them. So yeah, I would love to know more the effects of affirmations. I give, I give the example in the handout about how Jesus was kind of a master of using uh, affirmations. Like he said, I am the light of the world. I am the way. I am the bread of life. Uh, it's more I am statements are very powerful. And on the flip side, it also works. If you say, I am depressed, I am anxious, I am fearful, that causes you to be that way. So if you say, I'm, I'm at peace, I'm okay, I am enough, uh, I don't really do 
affirmations like that consistently, but it's a way to catch yourself, to stop yourself from doing the negative affirmations. You wrote, for some reason I was not able to have that phrase here, but you say, let go and trust in the still small voice inside of me. I let go and trust in the still small voice inside of me. My question is, why do you think the voice of intuition or divine force, the voice of God, it's so small, or it's, why it's called? I have heard that before. So why is that? It's drowned out by too many outside voices. It, we're just exposed to too much in our world of technology now. We're connected to our devices. Uh, we're connected to, especially now with the pandemic, connected to the news. I watch the news every day. I never watch the news ever. <laughs> and I always like to say I want to be informed. I don't want to be inundated. Um, but but we're just in, inundated with all the, this is what you're supposed to look and be and have and uh, all the the practicalities of what I love is the work that you're doing too. And you just said this brings you life for you to have these really deep conversations because that's what really you feel led to do. And, and it's, and it's listening to that voice inside of you instead of all the, what you're supposed to do and what society tells you to do, or your parents tell you to do, or what religion tells you to do. There, there's just so many voices and we don't listen to our own. And then we lose trust in ourselves. If we try to take a little step and we're not successful or are the people that surround us aren't buying into what our hopes and dreams are. Um, so it's just really listening to that voice because it's it's the voice of truth and it's our it is our essence it's not our the color of our hair or our skin or how tall we are or you know it's really the truth of who we are inside of us and that brings us peace when we listen to that voice and we really know in our hearts what is right then we're at peace you say Acceptance does not mean liking it. So talk to me about acceptance. What do we need to understand more about this state, wonderful state of living? Well, I guess I can I can use my exa the example of my husband, Robert, because he was diagnosed with Parkinson's seven years ago, seven years ago. And he's he's done really well, but he's starting to struggle now. And he. He's just the perfect example of acceptance is he's not bitter about it. He's not upset about it. He's accepted that he has it. He's doing all he can to be as healthy and exercise as he can, but he accepts it. And when we don't, and he doesn't like it at all, um, but yeah, and then and then as we age, I'm I mean, I can't now I'm at this great weight at my goal weight, even 
below what I had always aimed for, but I'm aging, you know? So if I look, if I look in the mirror and my eyes are baggy or something, I can get upset about it or I can say, Hey, you know, this is just the way things are. And I want to do my best to shine my light brightly and not care about the sags or the bags. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's the attention, the focus, right? We, we give to these aspects, to these um, parts of life. Yeah, I love the idea of integration, just bringing everything together. And your husband with the um, going through the acceptance process, do you think he's already there in a sense of inner peace? Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's the most inner peaceful person. <laughs> I know, he really is. He's such a loving and giving person. I mean, he truly does accept things. So talk to me about the retreats that you're hosting, the Joycation. <laughs> Those are fun names. Uh, Hopecation and Flocation. <laughs> Those are fun. <laughs> Very cute. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I just, uh, last year, I don't know, I, ju- I just felt uh, pulled with all the, in, it was in November, with all the political strife and it was the holidays were coming up and and I thought, gosh, you know, I would like to get away and I know other people would like to get away. And I thought, well, I'll just let's do a joycation, <laughs> get away to a place of joy. And, and it was really fun. I, I had um, like 15 people signed up and it was uh, it was just a lovely time for connection and people sharing and. Uh, so I just, yeah, I decided, uh, I mean, people were really just wanting that connection. And I, I have a wonderful connection via email with my followers, but I uh, wanted something deeper and I, I just miss, uh, and I'm sure you can probably relate to this with your work. You're behind your computer all the time and you're, you're not really in front of people and it's, it's, it can get very lonely. And, uh, so I, yeah, I just decided to have these retreats and, uh, it's been very life-giving for them and life-giving for me. And, uh, so yeah, I'm just going to continue to do that. I know you have a page, you send it to me. I'll have that link also on your podcast profile. And this happens, you're hosting them three to six times a year, right, Jackie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll have the link there too. You created a course too for men to connect their head knowledge of God to hard knowledge of God. What an interesting idea too. So I'm wondering what inspired you to create this course? Well, and I call God the God of surprises all the time because I never expected to be working with men doing this. But I was um, looking at creating a course and I was actually going to do it for my uh, freedom to eat um, subject. And I had just sent an email out to my list of people and I just said, hey, I'm, I'm looking at Uh, people that want to talk to me about their relationship with food and God or just their um, head knowledge of God to heart knowledge of God. And I had all these men that signed up to talk to me and they all shared the same challenges and desires that they have this head knowledge and they don't connect it to their heart and they just feel kind of distant and 
I, I was just really shocked. And I just created this course and the men that went through it, it was just a wonderful time because men aren't uh, vulnerable. They just they aren't like we are that we could just talk, you know, you and I could probably talk for about three hours True. <laughs> with, sure. with sharing and opening up and they just don't do that. And, uh, and what I found fascinating was just to talk also about spiritual things. And uh, so anyway, it, it just kind of blossomed and, and happened from this uh, need that they expressed. Um, I do have a few more questions, two questions for you at the ending questions. Before that, would you like to add anything? Well, it is really important to, in, to determine what you need to let go of in order to live your life with greater joy and flow and freedom and that's either in your relationships what you've been holding on to that you really need to let go of um, possessions (laughs) Uh, just as far as the um are there things you just need to really clear out just any number of of areas to to let go yes there are so many things you mentioned uh, some of them negative thoughts i think i added limiting beliefs past mistakes stress all that circumstances people i do have a question for you here about how do we know like what are the signs that we are holding on to these things or those things that don't serve us anymore It would be a feeling of discontent. It's really hard because if you're not aware, if you are not self-aware, then you aren't going to necessarily know that you need to let go of these things. It's, It's almost like you need something to happen or jolt you into kind of waking you up. And through just all the distractions that we have, and and maybe a lot of people did wake up during this time because those distractions have been taken away. Right. That would be so much better if we become conscious and awakened, as you said, aware, so we don't need those situations anymore. Well, and I would and I would say too that the still small voice starts screaming at you. Right, right, right. It's no longer still and small. (laughs) Yeah, it becomes much louder. Right, so true. What are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment? I know that God created us to love us. I know that we are created in God's image and we are creators. And I know that love conquers all. I love your work. I love your message. Absolute love your authenticity too. And everything that you do is just beautiful and in alignment with what we call soul, the spirit. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. Where can we find more information about you, your books, products, services, courses, and future projects? 
You can find me at joyandflow.com. Beautifully and simple. <laughs> What a great name. Thank you so much again, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye for now, Jackie. Bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Jackie Trotman and her work, please visit JackieTrotman.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.